your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a fun episode for you today, or tonight I should say, if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, Blues came away with a 5-2 victory over the Vegas Golden Knights after a very rocky start to the game. Uh, Lost to take away from it, Brandon Saad stayed hot with power, his third consecutive game with a power play goal. Defense looks a little bit better, Bennington continued to look strong. We're going to be getting into all of that and more. Yeah, five unanswered goals, real fun game. Uh, but first, I want to thank anyone and everyone out there who is making us their first listen. We like making these short, bite-sized episodes. That way you can wake up, listen to it with your morning glass of, morning glass of coffee, cup of coffee. Maybe you have a coffee hey, in the glass. you can have a I glass of coffee. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. Uh, but yeah, thanks for anyone who makes us your first listen. Uh, but that being said, St. Louis Blues gave up two goals in the first nine or so minutes of the game. Got everyone pretty dejected. I would say, myself included, um, looking like it was going to be a real rough night for them. And then I, I get up to go get something from the fridge and sit back down, and it's 3-2 Blues. They scored, what, th- three goals in two minutes and 15 seconds and then continue, continued to dominate, scored two more unanswered goals to go for a 5-2 victory. Huge win. Huge win, especially after that start, especially against that loss to Dallas last game. Tommy, what do you like? I liked everything, to be honest. Um, you can talk about Vegas has kind of struggled at times this season. I think they said on the broadcast that they didn't score on their first 10 power plays of the season. So anytime you're you're looking down the barrel of that gun, that's, that's a sight for sore eyes. But uh, they also have uh, the highest scoring defenseman on the season uh, so far, too. So uh, that's always a threat. Uh, that you have to take into consideration. That's one of the things that um, the Blues that helped the Blues in their Stanley Cup season was active defensemen. So uh, the Blues kept that in check for the most part. Uh, I'd like to see them not give up a goal 30 seconds into the game and get me feeling like the wheels are going to fall off and here we go again. But um, what I did like to see after them going down two nothing is they fought back. And I think we talked about the Coyotes game. That was something that was missing in that game. Um, It kind of wavered. We saw it against Edmonton. We saw it against the Canes. uh, And then I think it just kind of goes in and out at times, but it was good to see that. Uh, And I hope that they uh, drill home that that is like this team has the skill and the talent and uh, the personnel to never be out of a game, regardless of the score. I don't care if it was three down or four down, um, I mean, like you said, we scored three goals in the span of two minutes. So even if you're down three goals or even four goals, you score three goals and pull a goalie at the end of the game, you can turn a four nothing deficit around real fast with this roster. So uh, love those. Love. I loved a lot of aspects of the Blues game, but those are the main the main points for me. Yeah, and I think you could kind of see too, like the first two goals that the the Golden Knights had were. You know, basically, like, looked like it was practice for them out there. Wide open rebound, uh, and then a breakaway on just a, a defensive miscue from the Blues. It, it really couldn't have been easier for the Vegas Golden Knights to get those opportunities early on. And I think they had nine shots on goal over like in like the first eight minutes of the game, and then they showed a stat like 
with five, five minutes to go in the third period, they had like 13 total. So from that point on, you could look at the offense and say, heck yeah, Blues scored three goals in two minutes and 15 seconds, but the defense clamped down too. And, and I feel like that's something that is equally as impressive as the offense going on the run because we know the offense can do that. Uh, but the defense was sort of tested as well. You know, Vegas is a team that doesn't go away, and we saw that tonight. They continued to put up chances even when it was 5-2. And the defense stood tall. It would have been really, really easy to get dejected and sort of get the wind taken out of your sails, giving up two goals that early. Um, and Jordan Bennington deserves the same amount of praise. He was spectacular after giving up those first two goals. He continues to look really, really dominant over his past few games. Um, so all in all, a really solid all-around performance from the Blues. Um, obviously, those early goals are, are scary. You know, you never want to get in the habit of giving up goals early because they can really just take the wind out of what could have been a productive game. But if they can, you know, bounce back that quickly, it's not going to be a whole lot of times they're down 2-0 that early. So having that ability to pack an offensive punch so quickly is huge for the rest of the season. And they're going to have a couple games coming up that are important. They're playing Detroit next. Um, team that's been sort of on the teetering on the edge of breaking through to being a a pretty good team. I know Tom, you're saying before the episode, a bit of a trap game potentially. You know, Detroit is a team that I don't think a lot of teams are taken seriously, at least early on in the season, but they're they're making a lot of noise. So I would definitely like to see if the Blues can carry over this momentum uh, into their next few games because Tampa's coming up at the end of the month and that's going to be a big one. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to the defense here for a second, I think we saw shades of every spectrum of what this blues defense is capable of really i think we saw the best of the blues defense and like you said stifling those shots that was another thing that came up in the stanley cup i think there were a couple of games where we held them to like under 20 shots which is if, if you're going to do that and you got jordan binnington in that nine times 9.5 9.8 9.9 times out of 10 uh you're going to win those games unless you're going up against ben bishop in game seven of the western conference final or something ridiculous so um i think like I said, I think we saw shades of both sides of what the Blues defense is capable of when they struggle. Uh, they let goals in 30 seconds into the game, and when they're at their best, they're uh, not only uh, holding teams to low-danger shots and perimeter shots, but they're not letting them shoot at all. And I think, like you alluded to, uh, that's going to be extremely beneficial for them moving forward. Uh, Nico Mikola had a great game, scored a goal. Yeah. Was this his yeah. second game of the year? Second goal of his I think career. So. Yeah. Right? That was a nice I, shot I, for a second. It was. It was. I, I wasn't like – I was kind of like – I glanced up. I saw Mikla coming down on the two-on-one. I thought – I'm like, who who was that? Who, who just sniped that? Which which forward wear 77 again? It took me It took me a second. He, he looks like a – yeah, yeah. He looks. He looked like a, a sniper out there. Um, But that's that's – the perfect like epitome of how the game went Nico Mikola flying down the wing you know everybody's playing with confidence everybody's rolling and one guy that's been on fire is Brandon Saad who has power play goals in his last three games uh hoping he can continue that streak we're going to be talking about him and sort of the power play the impact that some of the new additions have had and more 
after a short ad break. But if you want to watch Brandon Saad, see if he can continue his goal streak or any other sport, you got to check out DirecTV Stream. Now tell me, Tommy, does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite TV shows, and you want to, you're watching sports highlights on your phone. You got your neighbors, best friends, uncles log in for the basketball game you want to watch. Well, I want to tell you about a way you can get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. And that's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. The best part is there's no annual contract, so you can get rid of the clutter and the confusion. Get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. We'll be right back. All right, Tommy, first before... We move on. The chat addressed it. I must address it. I know he had a good game tonight, and he's been looking pretty solid. But Tage Thompson jersey, interesting choice. Tage Thompson, dude, you got to rep for the boy. I was on, I was on the Tage Thompson train for a long time. That was kind of uh, when I first really started getting into uh, the deep catacombs of Blues Twitter, if you will. I think that was that was the first draft that I witnessed, and I always love drafts and prospects, obviously. So I, I really just. Took a liking to Tage, went to see him at prospect camp. Um, my youngest brother and I went and went right behind the glass as he's ripping one tees and smokes one right at our face, shatters the glass right in front of us. So I'm, I'm like, ever since that happened, I was like, that's the stuff of like, like storybook legends and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're like, I like Babe Ruth, like calls his shot. Tage Thompson shatters. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. So I, ever since that happened, I was like, this guy is awesome. And you saw you was like, I'm I'm a, I'm a aim for this kid's noggin. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. No, but ever since then, I was like, this dude's sweet. I hope he just absolutely tears it up in the league. And uh, when he got traded, I was like, I mean, we get Ryan O'Reilly, so I'm not going to be mad, obviously, right? But still going to root for the dude. So, And I actually got the jersey before he, like, a couple weeks, maybe not a couple weeks, like a month before he got traded. And it was the first uh, like hockey jersey I ever bought just because I just never got around to doing it. And I'd spent the whole like shebang on like the Adidas Authentic and then he got traded. And so I like tweeted Ooh, at Adidas no. and I was like, hey, any chance I can get a different jersey? Get, get an and they, D- they DM'd me, yeah. And they're like, what do you, well, which one would you want? And I was like, how about a Ryan O'Reilly Winter Classic? So that one's in my closet. So I got both. <laughs> Wait. Wait, they gave you a free jersey? Yeah, bro. You want to see it? Well, I've never heard this story. Why am yeah. I finding out live on the air? Here, I'll get you're... it real fast. I'm going to have to entertain the crowd. All right. All right. Um, Let's see. Wow. That is a Tage Thompson jersey, in fact. I can say anything about Tommy right now, and he can't hear me. Uh, oh, no. He's back. Okay. Let's see. Let's see the Adidas jersey. All right, so it's this is the free scammed jersey. Well, it was That's beautiful. It was when Adidas hockey was like, like they were all over Twitter. Like it was like right when they just switched over, right? And so, so they were like just giving out free jerseys, left and right, kind of, because I think they just wanted to wanted the promo their footprint. Yeah, and so I was like, hey, if you're giving out free jerseys, help someone out who just got yoinked, and they were like, okay. Dang, that's that's an inspiring story. I might have to, I might have to buy a Tarasenko jersey or uh, right around the end of the season and just try to get a two a two for one deal. 
I need one of the the clowns. I need a I need a retro, not like the reverse retro, because I think the, that's a little. I need the classic, authentic with the red. I got that Robert the Robert Thomas one of that. I like that is mm. nice. I like the Robert mm-hmm. Thomas one. I was thinking mm-hmm. my next one needs to be Rob Tom or Kairu. So I'm that's what I was gonna say. Who is your next blue jersey gonna be? You it might have to be Kairu. But I was mod for Rob Tom's Twitch chat, so that kind of holds a. I have a Kairu, but it's his it's his old number. So like, and he's had a breakout season. I want the new. I want a new winter classic. The 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 off white jerseys. Anyways, one guy who's been on fire, who's not named Jordan Kairu, is Brandon Saad. Uh, three games, three power play goals, four goals over his last three games. What have you liked out of him and sort of the other new additions to the squad this year? I think it just fits really well into the Blues system, really. You know, I mean, he's not he's not going out there and trying to do everything by himself. He, even though he's a skill guy, he's not going out there and trying to bang bodies. Because I feel like a lot of guys come over and they're like, oh, the system of the Blues is like grinded out, checking and like physical and all those things, and maybe they like try and do too much in that. I feel like when Clem Costin first got called up, he was just hitting everyone in sight, which is fine. Like, love that for you, Clem. Like, you're a bowling ball. We get it. But like, sometimes it's better to try to like deflect the pass or like keep the puck in than like yeah, then chasing bodies around and trying to fill up your kill sheet or whatever it might be. So he's come a long way in that regard, and I think his ice time tonight uh, might be the most ice time he's had all season. Somebody fact check me on that, Peggy. Can you do that real fast? <laughs> 10 minutes of ice time tonight? Yeah, our temp, our temp Peggy is... No, she's not. She's actually out of the office tonight. But I, I, I do think Klim had one of his better games of the season. And that's including the game that he scored two goals. Like, just... I think in in every zone he was doing what Craig Burby not only wants him to do, but kind of expects from him. And I think that's a new acquisition. Buchnevich has looked like everything you read about coming over from the Rangers... Uh, I think I saw one of those stat cards of him the other day, and he's just 90s like across the board. So love to see it. And Rangers fans are livid about the trade because... Especially now that Sammy Blay goes down. I think they were mad before that just because he wasn't really like... He was just playing like the the physical role that they probably... like. That's probably the reason that they acquired him was to go out and hit people. Yeah. And they're expecting like him to be some kind of world beating prospect with all this skill. And that's not really, I mean, that can be his game, I guess at times, but it really, that's not why they went out and got him. So, and if you're giving up a guy like Buchnevich, like they were like, why did we not get a first round pick? Like all of this stuff. So yeah, I think all things considered the return on investment uh, has been consistently in the blues favor for a long time, but uh, even more so now with Buchnevich, Buchnevich, Buchnevich and Saad. <laughs> That's their oh, love man. child, Bushnavich. <laughs> we do got one more segment coming up. We're going to use that to sort of look t- forward towards the Blues schedule to close out November. A couple tough games, a couple easy games. We're going to talk about what it would take for them to get as many W's as possible. But first, if you're trying to get W's when you're around Thanksgiving time. You're looking for a snack that's maybe not so not so unhealthy for you. Built Bar is the perfect time for Built Bar. Built is the brand holiday dessert. You can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Bill Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. You can replace the coconut cream pie with a coconut Bill Bar 
or maybe you want to lay off that raspberry pie and get yourself a raspberry built bar. Best part is all built bars are healthy. They're low calorie, low carb, low fat, and high protein, and they're delicious, covered in 100% chocolate. Built bar is a great option when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, you can get yourself a built bar or two. New surprises coming all month, including limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly. So check the site often, especially with Built Bar Black Friday coming up. Black Friday will be a huge event, all sorts of surprises. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And we will be right back. <clears throat> all right, Tommy. So, next game for the St. Louis Blues against the 8, 9, and 3 Detroit Red Wings. Sort of on the come up for them. They're led by two of the best young prospects in the league in Moth Cider and, oh, God, what's his name? I'm blanking. Lucas uh, Raymond. Lucas Raymond, the dude with all the points and stuff. Um, he is an absolute stud. I'm happy for Detroit fans. I feel like they've, they've waited a long time for their team to be good again. But that being said, they're still kind of in the lower tier. So you said it's, you think it might be a trap game. I would definitely agree, um, especially with those Tampa games going up. It would be pretty easy to overlook the next stretch for the Blues. But – any game is going to be tough, especially with the way that they've been playing lately. I feel like they're right on the cusp of sort of breaking into a, a nice little win streak like they did at the beginning of the season, you know, start stringing some wins together. But that that being said, they've still only got one win in a row at this point. What do you think it's going to take to sort of carry the momentum of this win into the next few games and get ready for a big back-to-back games against Tampa at the end of the month? I think it's going to take not underestimating them, right? Because I feel like... Even for me, like go, playing fantasy hockey this season and like going into it, and even like after the Red Wings kind of got off to a hotter start than I expected from them, uh, my knee jerk reaction when you hear the word Red Wings is just lottery team, right? Because right. they've just been tanking for so many years. Uh, that tank can't stop anytime soon, right? I mean, they didn't get like some like insane prospect or like a first overall. They didn't get a Jack Eichel or like someone that's going to absolutely change the fabric of their. Uh, the current situation of their franchise. So uh, they're still going to be in that category for me, but Lucas Raymond potentially looks like, I mean, it's 20 games in, so hold your horses. Right. But he like early, he looks like he could be that guy. Tyler Bertuzzi is lighting up the score sheet. Dylan Larkin is obviously always a factor. And like you said, Mo Sider is doing his thing on the, on the defensive end. Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider, by the way, are Vegas's, uh, current favorites for the Calder Trophy at number one and number two. So if that tells you anything across the league, uh, they are very impressive with these prospects. And uh, I, I think Alex Nadelkovic in goal too. I mean, a lot of people gave the Canes uh, some feedback and say, hey, that's probably not a good idea getting rid of a, a young goalie like that uh, that had such a good season. I think he was in the Calder Trophy voting as well. But uh, I, I think he's eligible again this season. So I do think he is the real deal. He looks he looks like a stud to me. Lucas Raymond doing his thing. So I, all, all those things taken into consideration, this feels like a trap game for me with the Blues. If they go in with the mindset of we should be able to handle this team easily and use this as a stat pattern, all those things that we, that we said on this podcast uh, in preparation for the Coyotes game, if they go in with that mindset, I could – absolutely see them losing this game so you have to approach this game like every other game like like this is the Edmonton Oilers like this is um like everyone else they're playing like a like a very viable team because they could look back they obviously 
honestly, we could look back on this game at the end of the season and be like, wow, we really did not know how good the Red Wings were going to be leading up into this game. They could go on an absolute tear and they could make a push for the playoffs. Like, we really have no idea right now. So, yeah, I definitely think um, it would be easy to overlook the next few games looking at, you know, not not back to back days, but back to back games against a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, you know, coming off a big win tonight, it would be easy to sort of overlook the next few games. But it's about sort of playing the same hockey, whether you're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning or whether you're playing the one now two win Arizona Coyotes. Um, and we've definitely seen the Blues struggle with that. You know, they sort of play a little bit lighter when they're playing teams that um, they that maybe aren't at the top of the standings. But I think tonight was a really good sign because going down 2-0 early, it would have been very, very easy for the Blues to check out of the game and have that one end, you know, 3 or 4 nothing, 4-1, whatever. Not only did they not fold and not do that, they just absolutely put a stranglehold on, on the Golden Knights, flipped the tables like, well, some people were probably thinking it was a good time to go take a bathroom break because it was the game was out of hand. So if they play like that, they can beat any team in the NHL. Um, and they're going to have to play that way against the bottom feeders. They're going to have to play that way against the, the top-tier teams of the league. Uh, but they've shown that they can do that. They've beaten some good teams early on. They've also struggled the good teams and struggled the bad teams and beaten bad teams. So we've seen it all from the Blues so far, uh, both at the one one quarter mark of the season, 25% of the way through. So I'm hoping we get some consistency moving forward, and I think we will. Uh, this also might be a game where you just throw in Billy Huso to see. Yeah, I mean, he's I don't been know really why. solid. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like Jordan Bennington has been exhausted or tired or anything, but I think as like a, hey, we like what you're doing. You look really good. We'll give you some more games, you know. Um, throw Billy Huso in there. I don't think, even if this is a trap game, I I don't think you're, you're risking a situation where you're putting Billy Huso uh, in a position to – just fail like i mean if he's saving shots against lucas raymond like that's a tough feat but it's not the tampa bay lightning right so uh i think i don't know the increase of games for him will be good in his development and maintaining his confidence and uh like hitch always used to say it's always good to have like one or two starting goalies as opposed to one so if you can swap them in and out and uh, help you down the long run. Not only uh, keep the miles down on Binner, but keep the confidence up on Billy Hu. So that's going to pay dividends for this entire team's confidence. Right. I think you. I think you hit the nail on the head. There. Going to be a fun stretch of games, and we're going to have it all covered for you here on the Lockdown Blues Podcast. But that being said, I think that's all the time we have today. So thanks everyone so much for listening. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. That way you never miss a new episode. Also hit that subscribe button on our YouTube Locked On Blues. That way you can be like Leah, Mitchell Ward, and Greg Kane, and anyone else whoever hops in the chat. We have so much fun getting you guys involved in the show. So if you want to join them, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that notification bell because we go live with every single episode that we do. You can also follow us on our other socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Lockdown Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at TWelcher15. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.